0: Blog Talk Radio. On Biz Solutions Show. I'm your host, Laura Galloway, and co-author of the book Moms Mean Business: A Guide to Creating a Successful Company and a Happy Life as a Mom Entrepreneur. You can still grab it out there on Amazon if you'd like to get a copy and have a do-it-yourself coaching guide. Um, a lot of the stuff that I do with my clients is really covered in that book. So if you're thinking, gosh, I could use some coaching help, but I'm not ready to hire somebody, that might be a good option for you. Take a look. Anyway, I have a great episode for you today, continuing with our business basics series that I've been doing the last couple of weeks. I wanted to talk to you today about um, just, it, it sounds really simple, what and how to outsource. We could use the word delegate instead of outsource. Basically, it's stuff that you as the business owner don't need to be doing (laughs) okay and you know it's really hard when we start our own business we often start out as the chief cook and bottle washer we do all of the roles we do all of the responsibilities we do all of the tasks it's all on us but at a certain point as you you know you may bootstrap you may start out that way I know I certainly did and once you get to a certain level there's there's actually a bottleneck that is created because you are the only resource to get all of this stuff done. And let's be honest, if you are the person who is writing um, writing all of the addresses on the envelopes to send out everything in direct mail, if you're the person that's getting in the gar- car and driving to the post office and dropping off all that stuff, if you're the person that is calling around to multiple vendors To find out who can give you the best quantity the best price and the best quality of something that you need to order for your business if you're the person who is the only one who can uh, negotiate a sale with your clients at some point there is a limit to how much business you can do if you are not personally available to do it and as your business grows this gets magnified in every different area of your business from fulfillment to managing your technology, to bookkeeping, to staff, to sales, to marketing, to payroll. It affects every area. If you're the only one doing it, you start degrading and downgrading your, your quality, your delivery, your abilities because you're the only one available. And God only knows if you get sick or you ever want to take a minute off, If you leave, your business doesn't continue to function unless you've got some really great systems and protocols in place, okay? Said, this is one of those business basics that you kind of wish somebody would tap you on the shoulder and write you a memo. You know, some mentor would lean over your shoulder and say, you know what, Laura? You've been doing these things for a while now and you've got them down to a science. You do them the same way every time and it's really not using your abilities and your and not managing your and honoring your priorities as the business owner, to be the chief visionary and strategist for your company, to be the chief decision maker and the person who owns and has responsibility for everything but who delegates and has other people implement. It's taking you away from those duties. Nobody really taps us on the shoulder like that. We all wish we did. So let me be that little mentor and that little tap on your shoulder. Okay, That's what we're going to talk about today. And it's funny. I just had a conversation with one of my clients this morning. On our coaching call, She is uh, she owns a business that is 15 years old, and she has a promotional products company. So she works in a, she's pretty local in her geography. She's very well known by all of the businesses in her geographic area. And they come back and they order t shirts and bags and water bottles and, you know, whatchamacallit's and widgets all the time from her. And she has herself, another salesperson, and a bookkeeper. And the three of them, between the three of them, they do absolutely all the jobs in this business. And she asked me, she's like, Laura, I need some help. I need to figure out if I want this business to grow. I know that one of these employees that I I love and I rely on so much, she's looking towards retirement. She's older. Her husband's older. They've got some health challenges. And they're going to want to start cutting back and taking some time off. And I get that. And if I lose her, then there's only me and this other girl And there's all this stuff to get done. And I said, yep, this is is a timely conversation. It's time for you to look at how you can outsource and delegate. And so I had this conversation with her. I then had this conversation with the founder of a very large franchise um, who is looking at how she can rearrange her corporate staffing so that she can get everybody doing the right roles and responsibilities. And then I had this conversation with another client who is a solopreneur. It's only her in her business. She runs an online uh, retail business. And she said, you know what, we, I just moved my family. I have four kids, the oldest of which is eight. The youngest is one. <laughs> and my husband quit his job and he wants to help me do my job. And, you know, we're going to make it a family business. So how can I better outsource and delegate? So it's funny. I'm having these conversations with everybody, like all of my clients right now. And whether it's a solopreneur business or, like I said, the owner of a company that has, you know, 100 franchises, um, it's all the same question. It all starts with this, okay? What you have to do comes to figuring out what and how to outsource is you have to first figure out what you have to do that no one else can do, okay? You have to... And and to do that, you have to really understand and embrace your role as the CEO. We get really caught up being the technician. If you've read Michael Gerber's The E-Myth, okay, you'll understand what I mean there. But so the technician is the person who does the thing. So for me being a technician in my business, I'm the person who does the coaching, right? And my business is really streamlined and really simple. But even so, there are there are other roles in my job, okay? There are other roles in my business. So, I need someone to handle marketing. I need to someone ha- I need someone to handle sales. I need someone to handle IT. Okay, these are are very important things. I need someone to handle like bookkeeping and accounting. So I outsource all of those things, all right? It's my job to make the decisions and to set the strategic vision of how I want things to go and how I want things to look, but I don't do those jobs. I outsource them to other people, okay? So I want you to think about that for yourself. What is the role that you as the CEO must do that you don't delegate to someone else? So if you do nothing else, sit down and ponder that. What do you need to do to develop the strategy, to maintain the branding, to find the right demographic of people that you want to most work with to find, and the right customers you want to sell to? What do you need to know about your competition? What do you need to do in terms of your business model? Are you going to sell locally? Are you going to sell online? Are you going to offer services or products? Are you going to try to offer new services or new products or new lines of business? Those are decisions you've got to make. So first and foremost, understand and embrace your role as CEO. This is how you start making decisions on what and how to outsource. Okay? So just write that down on one sheet of paper. My roles and responsibilities as CEO of X company are blank. And then fill that out. Okay? These are things that you should never delegate to anybody else. It has to be you. All right? Once you get all of those out of your head and written down and you look them over, you want to make sure that things don't creep onto that list that could be done by someone else. I'm not asking you to write down the things that you already do. I'm asking you, I'm going to use it very intentionally. You know I'm not a shoulder, okay? (laughs) I don't like to should all over myself, but I'm going to say it. These are the things that business owners should and must do, okay? Things that we don't delegate to other people. Now, like I said earlier, once you identify that role, then you can start looking at the things that you don't personally need to be doing, So, for instance, when I was talking with my client who runs the promotional products company today, she was saying, well, I'm the salesperson, and I primarily do inside sales, and my partner does outside sales. And we're looking at hiring someone to do sales support. And I said, okay, well, identify that for me. Explain it to me. She's like, well, I'm doing it all right now, and you know, I like to have an end-to-end customer relationship. So don't you think, Laura, that's a good idea that – I should be the person that finds the client and that meets with the client and that understands the client's request. And when they make this, you know, when we put in an order, I'm the one that should manage the PO and work with the client to set the deadlines and let them know when things are coming in. And I'm also the person contacting the vendors and making sure the ship dates are firm and I should be, you know, blah, blah, blah. She went on and on. And I was like, wait a minute. No, no. When you say sales, Let's talk about what your real responsibilities are there. And I helped her pull apart the idea that just because she's doing sales and the idea of like an end-to-end experience sounds kind of good, what it means is that at the end of the day, she's doing database entry. She's doing a lot of follow-up emails. She's doing a whole lot of phone calls to vendors to understand when things are due and what could she get a better price on things. And realistically, as the CEO of her business and the top salesperson, that is not a good use of her time. And those are things she could easily train someone else to do. And by the way, she could pay them at a much lower wage than she makes an hour, okay? So that's the sort of thing, like all of that extra, I'm going to call it like it's the extra implementation work, the extra running around, the extra administration type stuff That's some of the first stuff you need to figure out how to delegate or outsource, okay? Because, yeah, you're doing it, and, yeah, you're good at it, and it might feel okay and easy to just say, oh, well, I'll just do it myself because I can do it faster than anybody else. I want you to sit down and ask yourself how many hours a week you spend doing that administrative or implementation work. And if the answer is, like most people (laughs) I work with, 10 or 20 or more hours a week, I want you to ask yourself how much more money you could be making if you paid someone else to do that grunt work and you instead went out and found more clients and sold more stuff to your existing customer base because you had the time to follow up with them because you didn't have the responsibility to do all of those other tasks. Okay. So that's, that's the mindset in a nutshell, If you want to figure out what to outsource, you have to first clarity about what your role is as the CEO of your business, okay? And at that point, you have to understand that the work you do is so valuable, no one else can do it. Those jobs are for you. The other stuff, even though you can do it fastest today, you could pay someone a lot less money to do it much faster than you do because they won't be all frazzled and trying to juggle a thousand other responsibilities. <laughs> They'll be able to do it faster than you one day. And it's trainable. It's something you can keep training new people to do. So if somebody leaves or moves on or you want to develop them in a different way in your, in your company with a different position, you can do that and you can backfill that position without worry because you've isolated some of those tasks that are easy for anybody to do and you can hire accordingly, okay? And when I say hire, this could be a freelancer. This, uh, it always is a freelancer for me. This could be somebody local. This could be somebody virtual. There are so many options. You could pay someone hourly, or you could pay them by on a project price. You don't have to necessarily hire somebody on a salary, you know, with a, a set amount of hours right off the bat, okay? So think about this in all areas of your life whether it is something like grocery shopping in your household or house cleaning right who can you outsource that to think about the amount of hours you spend doing it and is that the best use of your time as the mom or the family manager and you could apply that same question every single time okay it works for household management family management and certainly for business management identify your role understand where you are most valuable and start looking at ways to pay people less money to do more of that implementation busy work, administrative work, that takes you away from doing the big stuff you've got to do. Okay, that's it for today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Tune in next time, and I will be here to answer your questions. You can always email me, Laura at momviscoach.com. Take care.